Mum! 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 Mummy! Mummy! Mama! 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 What? Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Motherhood Pod. We are back, back better than ever. It's been two weeks since our last podcast when we came and we had the lovely Rejoice. The week before we had Nia as well and it was all about um, sexual abuse and, you know, child abuse. Um, and it was to cover the, that whole week. Um, and today, yeah, it's only two of us here today. So it's me, Diana, I'm back ready to talk about today's topic and we've also got me etienne hi guys hello how was your week diana um week so crazy so at the moment car um i'm having car problems so my car is in the garage and you know mothers who don't drive i commend you so much i don't even want to sound like i'm bougie or anything but i just felt like this week it's only been a couple of days without a car but having my son in no car feels like the ghetto like it's different <laughs> like oh my gosh so i've got car issues it's in the garage it's getting p- p- fixed but i had to get the bus pick him up from nursery get the bus with him and he loved it he loved every bit of it but for me he takes too long walking it was so slow walking from bus stop to bus stop i missed a couple of buses when we got on the bus, the guy just wanted to press the bell every single stop. <laughs> then buses are just dirty and disgusting. There's some dry, hard chewing gum, and he's using his fingers to pick it. Oh I wanted to scream. And then halfway through the bus journey, he fell asleep. So it's not just me carrying my stuff from work, but I'm carrying his backpack and I'm carrying him and his heavy self all the way from the bus stop. I felt like it was such a workout. And yeah, it's just been hard. Like on the way to work, I'm not doing the bus journey. I had to Uber it to his nursery and on the way back he got the bus and he loves it so for him it's an adventure but for me it's just been so long like definitely commend mothers who do this all the time you know so much props to you who do this like five days a week or however long it's it's not for me i'm not built for it but you know (laughs) if i have to do it i'll do it again but yeah that that's my week in the summary just car troubles (laughs) what about you um, my week's been, oh, it's been half term this week. So I hate half term because obviously it means your children are just, mommy gonna have, mommy gonna have. <laughs> and I'm used to just having it at the weekend, which is better. I prefer the weekend, mommy gonna have, because I can just ignore them. Um, but you can't ignore them for the whole week. So um, I've actually sent my children to um, a youth centre in South London called legacy it's mm-hmm. really really good like they have so much facilities there and it's quite cheap it's like it's mad cheap so compared to how much i pay for my childminder so i pay my childminder to pick up my kids and have them from yep. three till like six and i pay her something like i don't know like 30 pounds a day or something like that i paid 14 pound a day 
for the whole day, eight to six. And you just drop them off there? Yeah. And they look after them, give them food, yep. everything? Yeah. The whole day, 6 p.m., I'm picking them up. Like, it's great. It's really good. And how old is it? To, to? Um, eight, eight years old to 12. And then I think they have another provision for 13-year-olds to... 18 or 19 but it goes all the way up to 20 something if you have a disability but yeah so my week was um apart from my kids i had a course i did a course um for my business you know just training up so that i can be rich one day no and you can plug in your business like when it you know it's yes i will plug it next next episode because that's March, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I open in March, you know. But if you're listening, you can follow me. It's um I think it's gonna <laughs> it's the skin I think it's no, it's, it's the, the London, London skin, skin fairy. Yep, yeah. Spelt London, isn't it? Like the actual word London. Yeah, so it's the London skin fairy. So the London skin fairy, all one word. Yeah. On Instagram. And I'm excited excited. I'm definitely gonna be like one of your biggest clients. Amen. And if she's not, you'll know because there'll be like some kind of animosity on this podcast. You'll hear it because I'll all be like, yeah. You'll when she comes me. in with her face not properly done from somebody else, I'll be like, <laughs> where did you get your facial? <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with that. It's a wicked. Really? Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's going to be big. I hope it's so. Good. So this week has been very, very... It feels like a lot is happening this year. Like, a lot of things have happened. Yeah, it's true. And it's only February. It's only February. R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. Like, I wasn't even thinking about it on... Like, when we were thinking about what we're going to talk about on podcast. But it just hit me now. Like, Pop Smoke. 20 years old. Like, we still don't really know exactly what happened. They say it was a home invasion. Some people say jealousy. Like, there's so much talk. No, I think what happened... And I think it was confirmed, if it's not, allegedly. What happened was, um, at first, when it first happened, everybody was saying that it's because he had a... He got a package from Amiri, and on it, his address was there. So he deleted it very quickly. But people were saying it's because of that, why he got, um, why he got killed. But actually, what happened was, somebody that he knows gave the details of where he was because he knew they knew he owed somebody money or somebody yeah, didn't like him or something like that yeah. and um the people came he gave the address he didn't know that they was gonna kill him but why would you do that like do, do you know what i mean it's like saying i know where you work and someone on the podcast or outside of the podcast in the comments didn't like you and i gave them your your location what are they going to do with that it's not going to be something positive is it it's not going to be a nice light discussion it's not going to be like that so i i just mate i just think it's terrible and the thing is he hadn't like, he just come out he's just released his new album you know he's just literally just starting he hasn't even reached the height of his career there's a lot of buzz around him and 20 years old, like, that's my youngest sister's age when I think about it. She's going to be 20 this year, should I say? No, she is 20. Oh, my gosh, sorry. She's going to be 21 this year. She's 20. But, um, 
you just think his, he had his whole life ahead of him and it's just mad i know like our last latest last couple of podcasts have been kind of depressing and stuff but it just it, it's kind of depressing like death like with kobe with it's just everywhere it's mad like mm, it's horrible what's going on but do you know what i think it's funny because death is a thing that is everyone's gonna die like and i think when people are famous it's like oh my god people die it's like a reminder isn't it yeah people actually do die yeah because a lot of the time like in your families in your with your friends they don't really i don't know most people you hope live until they're old and we kind of live every day thinking that we're going to be old isn't it like I don't do a lot of things mm-hmm. now. I'm going to do them later. Oh, yeah. Next year, I'm going to do this. You might not even have next year. And I think it's so sad when you when you actually think about it. Even Caroline Flack as well. Yeah. So that was mad. Like, that was also this week. Like, was, was it? Was it this week? Was it last week? Caroline Flack. I'm sure it was like Monday or when did it happen? Or it must have happened this time last week. Like, I can't even remember. It just feels like so much has happened. Fifteenth of February. Oh, so it wasn't. It was nine. It was eight days ago. So it was on Saturday. Okay. So it's just been over a week. So for those listening, today's the twenty third. Sunday the twenty third. We're recording. But yeah. Um. So it happened eight days ago. So yeah, it's just mad, and it's this whole. It's the media, and when I say media, I do not mean media is in just press but social media like i think us also having a voice i i personally think that obviously i didn't know caroline flack but now things are coming out about the circumstances around her death like it's um like there was a letter that she's gonna write um she was gonna write a post like addressing to her family basically just saying how she's put her family through she's just apologizing to her family because of the stuff she's put put them through with her name being dragged in the press because of the, obviously the things that she did and mm-hmm. the press have kind of amplified and made it seem worse than it is and she's she even said like from even before she had the incident with her um boyfriend or fiance that the press would always get at her when it comes to like her love life and it she's always seen it as comes with a job it comes with being a presenter but then does it really like you have so many people who are famous that we don't know nothing about and i think sometimes the press and we see it with Meghan markle we see it with Raheem sterling they like to if they pick on somebody they will constantly attack mm-hmm. and um i think her, the death the whole sad the thing is sad and what i don't like is the fact that they're trying to blame things like they try to blame um the people that were investigating the case to say they shouldn't have investigated her if she had a mental condition and CPS. i don't think yeah the cps yeah the cps and i don't think there is any um i personally don't think they did anything wrong because if that's the case so many people would be not be in prison because oh my gosh i'm suffering through depression oh my gosh i did fraud because you know i was having a breakdown because i didn't have any money like mm. and i think they did their job and if a woman is going through domestic violence, if we're getting beaten up, I think it was like, I think it's been about 20 years when that law came in place, that if you go through domestic violence, even if you retract your statement, the police still have to investigate because a lot of women have died because they have always, you know, like you hear it all the time, they always redact their statement because 
their the person who's abusing them manipulates them into thinking that they're not going to do it again mm. and then a couple of years down the late down the line or a couple a month down the line they die and the police didn't investigate so the police now have to regardless whether even though caroline's flax boyfriend dropped the charges and still have to investigate so they did exactly what they needs to be done and if it was the other way around you would still want them to do that but it's the way the press handled it that um I personally think I just I just think the British press are just horrible when it comes to people. Meghan Markle, Raheem Sterling, if they don't like you, if you've got a target on your head, like they will literally malign and finish you. And I think in the the case, someone like Caroline Flack, it was enough. She had enough and Yeah, I just think Do you know what? I, I have such an opposing opinion. I feel like separate to her suicide. Yeah. Obviously. Um I feel like if you get into certain professions, yeah, you're because I would say that they bully her. Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, as a person, anyone can get bullied, mm-hmm. right? But there are processes in pa- place for most normal bullying, like in the workplace. Yeah. You've got, you know, so, some way to deal with them. In the media, I think they're a bit unregulated with that bullying. I think they do need to have a look at that and sort it out. A hundred percent. But. I think that for anyone wanting to go into that kind of field, this type of thing is not new and they've always seen it. Like since we were kids, there was Princess Diana, there was people, there's always people that are targeted by the media. And I think that when you go into that kind of field, you you do know that that is a possibility. Does that make sense? So that doesn't mean it's okay, but, if you're picking a career, like for example, if I've got severe anxiety, I'm not gonna go and pick a career that means that I'm gonna stand in front of people all the time because it, it doesn't go with, I'm not saying that people with anxiety can't overcome it or whatever, but for some people that step is a step too far. Does it make sense? Like it's a bit too much. So for me, I feel like I would never be in the public eye to that extent. Like I wouldn't want to be a presenter something face front i'm black i'm a woman i'm sure they're gonna try and bring me down and i know that mentally my mental health is fine but i wouldn't want to test it in that manner does that make sense so i don't know if she had mental health prior to this and then she's got all this but for me i i don't watch love island i don't know caroline flack from anywhere all i know about her before she died was that she beat up her boyfriend allegedly and I think for me, as a woman, most women who do stuff like that, it's always, they're always, there's always an excuse that they're given by the media. Doesn't make sense. So, mm. oh, he cheated or he did this or he did that. And then if it was a man, they're treated so differently. So if we rewound this situation and I made it Chris Brown, when Chris Brown beat up Rihanna, everybody would be saying, well, I think that what people would be saying about Chris would be so different to what people are saying about Caroline. Do you, I, do you get what I mean? No, I get what you mean. But I think this is it's just such a different situation in, in, in the sense that Chris Brown and both Chris Brown and Rihanna are famous, whereas Caroline Flack and her boy, her boyfriend is a nobody. Okay. And when you re- read that. her statement that she wrote, because basically in the statement that she was going to write and she, she saved it, it was a draft, but she didn't post it in a statement that she was going to write and apologize to her family, she said something about how the media always like to, you know, the press always like to 
manipulate the story and basically do it to sell and mm. they don't necessarily know the truth and then she did say that you know what um what's it i've been told by lawyers i'm not allowed to say anything but i'm gonna say something it wasn't a fight i didn't just it wasn't a one-way fight it was a two-way fight between me and him and the blood that was been shown on the camera was her blood we were both fighting each other but i think it's like at the end of the day we don't know what happened but i think it's where she's the famous person out of this she's, she's getting got- it i think if her, if the guy was also a celebrity I think it'd probably be like another Rihanna and Chris Brown situation because mm. the, the whole blood thing. So there's that as well. And I, I get your, you know, you can't go into a profession, but it's just like, um, I don't know. Like, that I, I agree. Like, you need to know that this is going to happen, mm. but not that, it, but it shouldn't. That's the thing. It no, shouldn't. No, it shouldn't, but it does. So like in life, things, every day, things that shouldn't happen, happen. And I think like, for example, if you're going into football, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't take a job at a co- like I don't know Italy or like somewhere where they're racist because at, when I when I misfire the ball and I hit the wrong <laughs> the wrong you know Angle, the wrong, yeah. yeah I'm gonna be a nigger again. Do, yeah. you, do you get what I mean? So as much as it may be upsetting, that's what you chose. Like I don't I I don't know how to explain it. I'm not saying it's okay. I don't think she should have killed herself. I really I don't think yeah, anyone, anyone should, should kill themselves. Suicide. Yeah. But I think that some people are not okay because I've I've seen a lot of things in the media talking about being mean and um people everyone should be nice and blah blah blah. I think that's really really wrong to say, and I I'm gonna explain why because nobody owes you niceness. Nobody has to be nice to you. And in the in the world, from when you're a kid at school, nobody has to be nice. No, people yeah. are mean. Do, do, you, do you get what I mean? It would be lovely if everybody in the world was nice. But, you know, everyone's got their own things going on. And sometimes people's opinion might be hurtful. I think that instead of trying, everyone trying to stop people from being mean, because that's not going to happen. Even like the whole, the, the internet helps people to be mean. Social media is yeah. an enabler because obviously you have the, you, you know, if you say something to someone's face, you, you're going to have a reaction from that person and you don't know what it is. But from a, behind a screen, yeah, so many I can say whatever I want. Yep. Yeah. But the thing is, people need to understand that people will be mean with or without social media. Do you, do you get what I mean? Nobody, I, I, I saw this guy and I really agree with what he said. Um, he said something like, nobody has to be nice. It's just if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything. Oh, I think I saw you post a black that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought it was, it was nice, he said it. but it's not true because people have a right to opinion. It's true. The and things it, that I've seen know, people pick up are so silly. Like, oh, somebody said that her body wasn't nice. She looks like a man. Like, people are gonna say stuff like that. Do, do, you, do you get what I mean? I think that we we try to wrap everyone in cotton wool. And how are we going to survive outside in the in the real in world? In the real world, the thing like, is, the real world is tough. It's true. But back to the thing is, it's like you're following your passion and who you are. Mm. So this is like, for example, Summer Walker is a great example of this. Summer Walker is talented, very, and she suffers from a type of social anxiety where she. Is awkward. We see it in yeah, social situations, <laughs> but but when she's on the camera by herself and she's in her own place filming because she's not in front of any crowd, she can be herself. Mm. And 
people i remember like when what was it was it the grammys and she's just like that post and they made a meme out of it yeah 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 that and people are just like why is she a musician if she's doing this like she did say that her the tour she did was her first and last and she she cancelled a lot of appearances because Mm. of she's because of this social anxiety but a lot of people are like why is it that she does this if she doesn't why is it if she's gonna be socially anxious but it's like i don't know it's it's something she's good at she's something Mm. she obviously she loves entertaining or maybe not entertaining but creating music it's just, it's it's tough. But do you know what? The thing is, in this day and age, there's so much things she could do. She could be, uh, you know, she could make herself a cartoon. And she could she be like Sia. Sing. Yeah, she could. Sia like, covers her face. We exa- don't know, we don't, we don't know Sia. It's but true. do you see what I mean? Yeah, like, no, there true. are so many avenues. I think that, I think with Summer Walker, it's a bit different because she's black. And w- when I say that, what I mean is with black people and a lot of, illnesses or they try to act like it's not anything don't they they try to minimize how bad it is so i think i think she generally wants to be better that's why she's trying to challenge herself by doing it but it's it can be too much i think that she could but she could still be a musician without being out there so it's not like there's not options for her do you do you get what i mean mm-hmm. she could just stick to making videos and putting out her music, people would still support her. They would still love her. And she doesn't have to tour. You don't have to tour. Like, I think sometimes in your deals, you might have to tour. But do you know what I mean? There's there's ways around it. I think that if you, if for example, YouTube has, has made a platform for people who don't want to leave their house, who who would be great presenters, but they can't do it on the on a big scale mm-hmm. like that so they've got platforms like youtube i think that if you want to do something there's always a way for you to do what you want to do but i i do get what you mean it's not nice to be even when she was even when they made memes about her we laugh about it it's it's funny but it's not funny for her yeah, do, do, you, do you get what i mean i'm sure she's suffering at home thinking oh is that how people think of me is that how i look and i think i think you know for anybody to commit suicide that means that they are at a point where they think there is no better option. Yeah, there's nothing else. And I'm really like, I think that's what upsets me about the situation. Because like I said, I don't know anything about Caroline Flack. I think it's just really upsetting to feel like you can't do anything but die. That's so like, do, think, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, she had had enough. It was, every, I think it's just a combination. I think like she's she, in that post, she did say that this is like one of the worst years of her life. Like her business is out there. The business that is out her there isn't ac- exactly accurate. And it's portraying her to be some crazy psycho, um, not even condoning domestic violence or what she did, because that's another thing. It's completely wrong what she did. And I think she accepted responsibility, but the press, I guess, like you said, that feeling of, so that's those suicidal thoughts you are at a point where you feel like Helpless. it's yeah. better for me to not be here than it is to go through what it is and i think like it's just mad like i, I just i i think you know people die and you know uh, we've had a lot of death like we said celebrity death mm-hmm. recently and a lot of people are just posting like oh you know it's t- the same old things like life is too short you know say how you feel to somebody before it's too late and all of that Mm -hmm. but it's like 
we say this all the time but it's always a cycle it. what comes from it the Nothing. first couple of days you might act on it and then in a couple of weeks it's going to be like caroline flack who until the next love island this love island today's the last day i think yeah then it's the next love island and then people remember her again and it's the same with like pop smoke and i know that theirs were it's unfortunate yeah but people are going to be like that and then it's always when it's suicide that people are just like oh check up on your friends wish them a message you know it's always that oh all of that and then another thing with caroline flack is um when i was looking on her twitter like the last the, before she passed away the things that she were liking were like samaritan posts or sometimes you know it's like suicidal like mm. things and it's just like you know even love islands the, the day uh, the when they aired the episode because they didn't air it on the day or the day after they um it was like an ep- episode it wasn't dedicated to her but they didn't have any ads from like the boohoos and the misguided it was all like samaritan and mind you know like if you're going mm. through any suicidal thoughts i'm just thinking these people and even caroline flack she was liking those posts like if you're having suicidal thoughts during christmas call these numbers but what do they actually achieve like if you're in that mind frame are you really going to pick up the like i don't know i i, I don't know the statistics maybe it does i got something. them here about of the people that actually call up like love about suicide suicide, but yeah i don't know the statistics but when you're in that mindset are you really going to pick up the phone and call strangers like you're just thinking there is no way out i don't know if they save lives but do you know what i think it depends because sometimes some people end their lives for things that they can't see a way out of yeah there is a way Do, Mm -hmm. do you get what i mean so i could be like oh my god i've got no money what am i gonna do i i can't pay my rent i can't pay my bills so that's it now i'm ready to kill myself but tomorrow i could get a job offer the next day i could win a case of something like there are there's always something to come and i think that you know when you're going through it's mad it's it's actually mad to think that I I genuinely feel like you can change somebody's mind via conversation. If 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 you're feeling low, yeah, and you have a conversation with someone and they say to you, Oh my god, Diana, like you've got so much to offer, you've got this, 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 but they actually know you. In a way, for some people it works and they wanna know, like they'll listen. But for some people, they can't fully explain to you how they feel because you know them and you're going to judge yeah. them and they don't want you to judge them. And also to tell somebody that you feel suicidal is a big, you're placing a big responsibility on that person's shoulders because now they have to care about you. If you get what I mean, if you don't pick up the phone, oh my God, if she killed herself. Like, I think that a lot of people who commit suicide, they don't want to be a problem anymore like they feel like they're a burden they don't want to burden other people with their stuff they feel like everything's a bit too much the whole everything is just too much and from where they're sitting there's no what what can fix it do you, do you get what i mean some people feel like they're broken inside you somebody's can't fix that for them do you, do you get what i mean yeah no i do i do i think it's so unfortunate and just while i'm talking about suicide mm-hmm. um every 90 minutes in the uk a life is lost to suicide. That's mad. It is very mad. It doesn't discriminate, touching the lives of people in every corner of society, from the homeless and unemployed to builders, doctors, reality stars, and footballers. Do you know it's the biggest killer of under 35s? Really? Yep. Um, it's more deadly than cancer and car crashes. 
That's how and it's the biggest killer in men as well. Yeah, yeah. Men are three times more likely to take their own lives than women. And you know, it's mad. Um, The Sun launched a You're Not Alone campaign. And I think it's quite funny because they are one of the people that slate people like the most constantly. Male. And even us, like us, on, on Twitter. Do you know Caroline Flack died on, was it the Monday? Um, Day after Valentine's, the 15th, Saturday. Okay, was it? Okay, so the day before that, there was a guy on Twitter who was exposed for talking to girls. I think he he posted his girlfriend on Valentine's yes, Day. Yes, 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 yes. And he was exposed. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I remember. He that was exposed week. for talking to girls, but he was he he said that he was only talking to the girls because he's got a brand, brand and he needed models. models. Yeah, yeah. So he said he should have been more professional. So since then, his tweets, he started tweeting stuff like. Oh, I feel suicidal. Did you see that? No. He, he tweeted something about how he feels suicidal, and then Caroline Flat died. No, Caroline Flat died, and then he tweeted about being suicidal, and then everybody on the timeline was like, "Oh my gosh, we should be more. We should be like this. We should care about people." And then people started caring about the guy, and then he tweeted something the next day like, "Oh, you thought we was done? Ha ha ha." Or something like that and i thought why would you say such a thing like suicide is not a joke because you know some people do use suicide for attention. yeah that's what i'm not gonna say it's attention seeking. yeah and i think that's why people don't take it seriously because a lot of people feel like if you feel suicidal you'd kill yourself then as in why would you talk about it why would you like you know there's some forums like twitter if i went if personally me i'm not that kind of person but there are some people who would go on Twitter and say, I feel suicidal as a last ditch attempt call for help. Mm -hmm. But then there are the other hand of people who would say it because they want people to, to be in their DMs and talk to them. And also there's a group of people when they get attacked or like, I know they're so in the bad. wrong. They're in the wrong. Then they're oh, just talking. I feel talk, like suicide. Yeah, yeah, that is their like get out of jail free card. And it's like, or they start talking about their mental health or other things or like in Kevin Spacey like when he got found out for touching boys he, he said oh like he's going through stuff he's just coming out gay like people do mad stuff and I think suicide is definitely and mental health is definitely a get out of jail free card for a lot of people on Twitter on social media and it's abused because that feeling like I, I speak about myself personally this time last year like a majority of last year I just didn't just I didn't want to be here. There were moments where I would cry and I was just like, why am I awake? Why am I here? And it's just like, like, honestly, like that feeling of suicide where you, it's mad. Like you said, there is no way out. Like you, in your head, you don't see that there's a light at the end of a tunnel. And the only thing that literally kept me going was my son. Like, because I just feel like if he's not here, if, if I was to go here, yeah, like, who would be here for him? Who would be here? I know he's got a dad, and this is shade. I don't care, but that's like the worst option. <laughs> Sorry, I'd rather, I'd rather like be like suffering to the fullest, to the max, and have my son than him be in that situation. So that that's the only reason. But now looking back in hindsight, like you said, things do get better. It's that, but when you're stuck in that moment and everything around you, that whole you don't see a way out you feel like this is it like i would wake up and i'm just like why am i here 
why did I wake up? Like, it's, it's the worst feeling in the world. Like, you don't see a way out. And the only reason I didn't, like I said, it was my son. And also, as much as in my, like, my nature and I do do things that are wrong and things that are ungodly and sin, I know that that's one thing that I've always been taught, whether it's true or not, but I believe it, is that suicide is a one-way ticket to hell. And I'm thinking, if I'm feeling like this here... I don't want to be feeling a hundred times worse. So that, that's another thing because of fear. Like, what am I going to do? Or what if I don't do it right? And then I'm left in mm. a paralyzed state. And, <laughs> and then now I have to live in this hell and I'm in more of a hell. I put myself worse. So out of fear that I haven't done it. But but when you have those thoughts, it's like, it's mad because you actually like, it's so, it's so crazy. Like, I get why you have to talk. You have to surround yourself around your real friends, the ones that actually care about you. Because when you're in that space, you're just hearing horrible thoughts in your head. Like, this is it, your failure. Like, I actually thought that, there was a point where I just thought, my son doesn't even, like, I don't deserve my son. He could have a better parent than me. Like, he could have a better, like, you think you're a burden to everyone and everything. You just actually hate life and you hate it itself. And, to actually get there is just it's just mental and it's just like where do you where especially when people are posting stuff on social media where do you actually know when to when to like when do you when do you intervene like when you see a random person that you don't know do you just message them if you see that i do because i've done that before and I just got aired. Someone posted something about it. They feel, they feel like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to be here anymore. And it was around the about the same time when I was feeling like that. And I thought, let me just message this person some nice words, encourage themselves. Maybe I can encourage myself in the process. And they just aired me. And I was thinking, oh, okay. But do you know what it is? I think, because I message people mm. and I think if somebody messaged me, I'll be thinking, who are you and what do you yeah, want? Like, yeah, but well, I you would. just want to know my business. You want to know I'm not going to top myself. All right. Like, I'm, I might not respond. So, but they've seen it. Yeah. And that's important. I think sometimes, like, sometimes you're, you don't realise what you do for other people. Do you get what I mean? You mm -hmm. could say something so small, like, with with my business, every day I'm just like, oh my god, I can't be bothered. I can't do this anymore. The social media side, that is just just disclaimer. I love the the, <laughs> the actual business, but the social media side, the posting, the this, and I'm just like, oh my god, what am I even posting for? I don't even have any followers. And then today, Diana got in my car and she was like, I love what you're doing, girl. And I was like, oh my gosh, somebody looks at it, somebody <laughs> sees it. Like, I think sometimes that's that's what you need. And I, I, I think that when people do small stuff, it means it can mean so much to someone and you never know. So I, I always try to be nice, but even though people don't have to be nice, they don't owe you niceness, I try to be nice. I think I'm, I think I'm only mean when people are mean to me. I think I, I'm, I'm very reactive. I'm a mirror most of the time. I don't think I'm just naturally mean, but I think, you know what I think um, is really interesting is that males commit more suicide than women. And when they do, they actually do it more violently as well. So when men commit suicide, that's what they want to do. As in, you know, with females, um, the methods that a lot of females use are very like pills or take some pills. So someone can intervene. So it's like a, don't want to say it, but yeah, it's like a bit like a cry for help before. Yeah, and and a lot of the time, you know, there's, I mean, one of 
the teachers from my the teaching assistants from my kids' school actually committed suicide. I think it was last year, and she she took a lot of pills and stuff, and then halfway through the suicide, she actually came downstairs to her mom and she was like, "Mummy, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I don't want to die," and she literally died anyway because it's too late to help her and I think you know a lot of people they're suffering they they feel like their suffering only ends when they die yeah but I don't I'm not religious so I don't think the suffering's still going to continue when they're dead but I think that I'm not an atheist I believe in God but I just you know mm. um I I don't I I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I think it's so easy to get into that place where you feel like there's nothing better there's, and you're just stuck there. Because if, if bad things are happening to you, you just feel, everything feels bad. Do, do, do you get what I mean? If I start my day and I trip up in a puddle or somebody splashes me, that's it. It's finished. My day's finished. There's no, it's not going to get any better. So that's just one day. Do, do you get what I mean? The thing I, I like, like even today, like, church service i know uh must talk about church a lot but today like one thing that uh most of the preacher was saying that was amazing was like not amazing but just relates back to this is that life like things come in cycle there's good there's a time to smile time season for mourning everything comes in cycles and when you're in that period you sometimes we do not see a way out we think this is it and you know you like like my pastor was saying something like when he was like back in Ghana in the village and you know he used to live in like he used to come from a well like well-off background and his dad had to move away then he was pushed into a village and he said he used to say I'm not going to be broke I'm not going to be broke this is not my situation and sometimes we're so stuck in a situation that we think that is our actual situation we think this is it like you like when I had like us lot our mums like my child Asha who had colic that whole month felt like years and you i felt like this is motherhood but it's not now we've gone past that then now it's him crawling and bumping into things and then stumbling and that's another issue it's always you're always gonna have issues in life but we always i don't know i think when we're in the thick of it we're like this is it forever like there was a point where i was thinking i can't do this motherhood thing this guy is always crying he's always got air and trapped gas it only lasts for about a week but it felt like forever like you know or this guy always used to like touching water and splashing things. He still likes picking things. And I was thinking, I can't do this. I can't do this. And it's like, I know it's so stupid in comparison to But the, it's big. It's big when you're in it. When you're in it, it's a big thing. And that's the thing. I think we, well, I'm talking about experience. I can't talk for everybody else. But I think in the mindset, you think this is it. That you don't see hope. And like you said, when you get to that point where your life has to be taken, you, you can't see that hope. But there is always 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 things come in seasons like and i think do you know what's weird yeah people like i think i'm quite a realistic person but in my own personal life i'm quite negative Mm. and somebody said to me in fact not one person a lot of people have said to me you should try being more positive. And if you're positive, then, you know, the attraction, law of attraction. Law of attraction. Everything positive happens to you. So I'm just like, okay, mm, all right. Oh, I'm amazing. I'm, I'm great. I'm rich. I'm this. I'm that. And I'm like, no, it's not working. I'm still broke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but still, you will be. Like, but do you know what I think it is? It's not about what you say. It's about what you believe. Yeah. Because that's what you... you oh, what's that word? You... It's like make, but it's a it's a cool word for make. 
I don't, I don't know. know, but I'm gonna say accumulate. That's what you accumulate when you when you say things. Things become things, if that makes sense. Yeah, so manifest. if I say, yeah. I'm fat, and I'm not fat. That's the word, manifest. See, I knew you knew. It's a church thing. They, they <laughs> say that a lot. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like when you, when you give, like, you know, good people, happy people, they, they tend to be happy all the time. And you're thinking, what are you so happy about? Like, you, I actually, I can't lie, it still does. I find really, really happy people really irritating because I just feel like, why are you so happy? Like, don't you know people die? Like, don't you know this? <laughs> don't you know people are broke? Like, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? But I think it's the outlook, the way you look at stuff really makes a difference. And I, I challenge myself in January to look at things differently because I'm a very, if one thing's wrong, all the 20,000 million things that are good don't count to me because I'm looking at that one thing and I'll be like, oh my God, like, I don't know. Let's say you bought me like 17 birthday presents and one of them was like pink and I hate the color pink. I would look at it and I'll be like, oh my God, Diana doesn't know me. She bought me a pink thing. Oh my God. Is she even my friend? Are we even friends? Like what even is this? And I think that's bad. That's a bad way of being. And I think a lot of people who find themselves depressed have a lot to do with obviously their circumstances but it's also how they look at their circumstances if you feel like you're not you're i i feel like now i'm not my circumstances my circumstances are something that's happening yeah and they will stop happening amen to that at some point it's true hopefully tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) no it's true i think um definitely a mindset is a whole half full half empty sort of thing like there has been studies, like I remember reading this like years ago or last about year. About the plants? No, no. Oh, not even about. Oh, yeah, but that's another one about when you say um, nice. Th- there were two different plants. Yeah. And y- y- one of them you're saying all these nice things to. And that plant, because it's grown up in love, it, it was grew. growing. Yeah. The other one di- died, I think. Yeah, because you're like, oh, you're ugly. Look at your leaves. Yeah. Nasty. <laughs> and th- th- you're dry. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but there's been studies that like, saying that if you it's the way that you think the way you speak the words that you say like people don't understand the power in words like the it's it's a mindset like if you believe like you said if you believe it you actually you're actually a more positive person and Mm. more positive it's the law of attraction which i've never read everyone talks about but it's like you attract all these good things and studies are showing that people who have these things like there's self-fulfilling prophecies there's another thing and people talk about like when as much as like parents this is something that we need to do like if a teacher is telling you or telling your child that they're bad you need to instill nip that in the bud nip that in the bud straight Cause away because they're not bad and if you make your child believe that and the t- teacher believe the child believes what the teacher's telling them they will do it they, they, will, they, mm-hmm. they will be like that and you like even think like they're dumb or all of that like sometimes like when ash is misbehaving i might catch myself saying you're naughty but then i said i would change it be like no you're being naughty stop being like you're not you're not actually i don't want him to associate i don't want naughty and asher to be in the same thing because that's mm-hmm. not my son like he might act up but you don't want to you don't want those bad words to be associated with your child. you or your child mm-hmm. because you don't want your child to grow up to be that and i know people always talking about some people think it's like nothing but affirmations like some people actually wake up in the mirror and they're like i'm perfect you're smart you loyal yeah exactly you're amazing <laughs> and like with my son asha i i, I like i might be sound stupid but i'm just like even from when he couldn't speak i'll be there every morning like 
at, at night before you know sleep and now he's repeating it with me and he can talk and i'll be just like you're smart like just little things and he'll be even when he couldn't talk i'll be like you're not the stereotype of what a black man should be and he'll be like you're not the theory and you can't even say it <laughs> i'm like you have to say these things because i don't want asha to walk in there like already so beaten down thinking that because i'm a black boy you know like that's another territory we'll get into when they get older but they've already got so the world is coming at them with different things telling them they're they're not great they're gonna be drug dealers or whatever mm. my son needs to know that no that's not me it's not him. so i think like positive words there's so many things like i'm not obviously not a psychologist i know there's like biological reasons for why people are the way they are and fall into depression but suicide is like it's just like we're talking about in the car but also with kids how do we handle it like i don't know how i'd handle it if my child came up to me and said that like i don't want to be here anymore it's mad like that that alleged child slash child you know quaden caden the the dwarf the, the white the nine nine year old apparently not white yeah so yeah i was shocked but apparently they're um <laughs> Let me not say Aborigines is no longer, you can't really say that anymore. They're called... Native um, um, Australians. Native Australians, that's it. So they're Native Australians. Even though they're, like... Yeah, they look white. Um, I'm sorry, but if a racist person wants to come in the room and want to, you know, beat me or beat them, I'm sure I'm the one that's going to get them beaten, but apparently they're white. Um, They're not, they're Native. But regardless... um. Yeah, there was this horrible video of him crying that his mum posted. And I remember people were saying, why would the mum post it online? She's just going to make matters worse. But I think it goes back to when there is no way out. Like, your child has come come from school, is getting bullied constantly. And that child has come to you saying that they want to end their life. Like, what do you do? Like, what, what do you do? Like, not all of us are going to have the balls to post a video up or not want to. Some people don't want people in our business like that. But also like what if it doesn't work what are you gonna do like what are you really gonna do if that child is like how are you gonna handle like none of us um thank god we don't we don't have a child who's a dwarf or going through a disability to go through that but what despite that like bullying it like you said bullying happens no matter what so what we how how do you think you would handle that if your child was to come to you and say that do you know what i think I think that suicide is such a big thing and I think it's big for certain age groups. So if my daughter was in high school and she said that, obviously I'll talk to her, ask her what's going on, whatever, whatever. But I think when you're in primary school, sometimes their understanding of things is a bit different. So first I would like to ascertain what what is suicide in the first place if you get what yeah, i mean to them. and then after they've explained it to me i would probably ask why they're feeling like that where did they get from because sometimes you know you could have one friend in the school saying oh i'm suicidal and then everyone's like making a fuss over them so they want that too so now they've come home and they're also suicidal doesn't make sense mm-hmm. so i'll first try and see it's not it's not any other problems it's definitely you know you're feeling suicidal and then after that, I think I would try to work through the problems with her. And if, if I feel like it's beyond me, I would definitely take her to some kind of psychologist, social somebody, because I don't want to do my child a disservice by thinking about how it looks on me. Doesn't yeah. make sense. I feel like it's more important 
to do what's best for her or him. And I think for a child to even say that to you is a good thing. It's, it's good because they're keeping you in the know. They're telling yeah. you, you know what, this is where our mind's at. That's a cry for help in itself, if you get what I mean. If mm-hmm. somebody tells you that they're suicidal, they're, they're not telling you for no reason. They're telling you because they want you to be aware. They want you to help because they don't want to feel like that. Do you, do you get what I mean? Yeah. I don't, most people aren't going to be like, yeah, I'm suicidal. Good night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really like I, I think that um, with children, it, they're so delicate, but they're so strong at the same time. It's so weird. Like children can go through so many things and the way they deal with it is completely different to how we as yeah. adults deal with stuff. So I don't know, I think I would probably get like my family involved. Well, not all of them because some of them are yeah. not. But, <laughs> but when I say my family, I mean like my partner, my kids' dad and stuff like that. I would, because I wouldn't want it to be, okay. Like I know it sounds weird, but a lot of those kind of things, suicide and whatever, they tend to be like a secret. Keep it in the family. You don't don't like keep it in this house don't leave the house with it and i think i understand why people do that because they don't want to be judged and they don't want to feel shame but at the same time i would i would also ask my child what what they want to do because sometimes they don't they don't want their grandma to know or whatever but i think that when you make something a secret you're kind of enabling it to be a thing and i don't want it to be a thing i want it to be quite like a normal okay you feel suicidal okay baby girl let's talk about it like when i um somebody at my daughter's school actually said to my daughter and her friend if you don't play with me i'm gonna commit suicide and i personally thought okay this is there's definitely something going on with this child there's something going on there so i alerted the head teacher i spoke to them and I even told the parents. Mm-hmm. They didn't really seem like it was that big a deal. I was shocked. I found it shocking. I found the whole situation very shocking. She, um, basically, her and my daughter had this whole on and off thing. That sounds mad. But um, like friend, like <laughs> no, falling no, out. They're not friends. But when she started the school obviously when when someone's new comes you everyone tries to be their friend but then my daughter would i noticed a change in my daughter's behavior i noticed how she was coming home she was looking sad she's a very happy person she's always happy it's irritating like both of them are like that they're always smiling and like no but (laughs) 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 i was thinking why is this what's wrong i was i used to ask her like what's wrong with you she was like nothing 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 then one day she was like oh, this girl keeps making up things and saying that I said this and said that and I wouldn't say that. And the things that she's saying I said don't even make sense. But what she's doing is she's crying in the class and then everybody else in the class is like, oh, what's the matter? And then she'll be like, oh, it was her. So then now she's vilifying her in front of the class. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's making me sad because I don't even want to go to school now. And I'm thinking, wow, this is the kid that runs to school. Ask me, can I go early? So I spoke to the initially i think i spoke to the the headmistress or something no head the headmaster and he was very like blase about it so was the the teacher was more on the ball and she was like look i've actually i'm going to monitor the situation and see what happens she fed back to me she was like look 
it's a kid it's not your kid mm-hmm. like i've i've looked into it. it it's actually this little girl and i said okay so what are you gonna do about it the teacher was like i'm not gonna lie to you i'm scared to approach the mom i'm thinking okay so my child is unhappy because you can't approach someone's mom okay so bring in the headmaster do something so they did that um basically the girl was like oh everyone's being mean to me i'm a victim whatever whatever and obviously it's a difficult situation for the school to be in because it's like he said she said even though the teacher can fully corroborate that but it's your kid schools but from bullying is not like a 21st century it's been going on from time you, it you has, should be able to conflict it has like, but they don't they don't know what to do with it so um I, it got to the point where i was just irritated by it so i went to them so i've met the the dad is really cool spoke to the dad he was like okay i didn't even know about this situation i've never heard about this situation in the house so i'm gonna talk about it so i think that happened and then for like a week or two i didn't see i I approached the dad because i've seen him lots of times and because the mum was pregnant at the time so i didn't want to stress her out Mm -hmm. with the but i want the problem to be solved so i think the mum had just given birth or whatever i saw her at sports day so just the day before sports day the school decided this is how they was going to fix the problem they said that they need to have a friendship rota because they have some common friends and they need to separate them because it's not fair and i was like no 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 my child is not in the wrong so she's not going to be doing no rota mm-hmm. well, how is she going to have a rota of friends it, that doesn't make sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's a solution for the girl yep. but it's not a solution for my child so i saw the mom and i said to her oh um just wanted to check did you get given a friendship rota as well and do you think that is a suitable solution that's exactly what i said the mom started moving mad doing all this stuff she started talking about husbands she started talking about i shouldn't talk to her husband and blah blah, blah. i was thinking nigga i don't want your husband like what, the, no what, no where is she from africa she's african i don't know which african um as in born and raised in africa yeah yeah, yeah fresh she's like ah you're talking to my husband you know i've seen your i've seen your partner many times i never talked to him okay but why would you be talking to him? Like, it's a bit different. It's a bit of a different situation. And if she approached him to talk about my child, go ahead, do it. it doesn't make sense. It's not like the way she was saying it. It's like she was more concerned about her husband and the fact that she has a husband than the fact that her kid is rolling around saying that she feels suicidal. That's not normal. Do, do, do you get what I mean? That is not, I don't think it's okay. And I was quite concerned about the child, even though I find the situation to be like not good i was concerned about it and i've i always ask about her like i asked namira like what's happened has she done anything is she it's like what the child was doing to namira is like a form of bullying in a way because you're picking on her and definitely that is one of the main reasons why kids feel depressed or suicidal and stuff so you tackling that the way that you i think you're really good like my son hasn't started proper school and in nursery he doesn't tell me of anyone annoying him apart from oh i think he's not my friend one day and then they're friends like stupid stuff but there hasn't been any consistent case of bullying i think you you handled it i i anyway i think school's gonna test me because (laughs) (laughs) you know what it is i think that everyone's got their own issues and i think that that's fine sometimes like 
sometimes people with with little kids yeah you can see straight off the bat some children bully because they are bullied or because they don't have something that you have mm-hmm. so like there was a little kid that tried to bully my daughter because she has a mom because she doesn't have a mom and i thought to myself in the moment i was like i don't care if she don't got a mom mm-hmm. like <laughs> but when i took a step back i thought okay cool she doesn't but she doesn't have to hate you for that yeah because everybody hit everybody else has one too yeah. and she did bully like everybody else it wasn't just one thing but i think sometimes it's a conversation and if you talk to some parents are very open if you talk to some parents they'll be like okay don't worry it's, it's sorted out she she won't bother you again whereas some other parents are very defensive and their child is always right and How that's you a, handle that oh, that's a that's a problem because you can't really if there's some things that if somebody told me namira did this i'll be like no she didn't straight off if someone told me that namira swore at them i'll tell them no she didn't because i know she wouldn't mm-hmm. she's very like she's just she's one of them kids yeah that you know them kids that want to be right like they want to be perfect she's that's her goody two shoes yes yeah. goody that's the word she's a goody two shoes she's not going to come and start doing stuff like that maybe in high school who knows but right now no if they told me that a shyla told them to go and play in traffic i believe them <laughs> <laughs> because she's like that so i i can't i wouldn't like to hear it but i wouldn't just dismiss Mm -hmm. it do do you get what i mean khalil is a baby so yeah it's your we'll find out in school but you know what i think you find out in nursery as well you know because in nursery like you'll hear this one hit that one this one did that and i'm thinking and what did you do about it like as in the teachers i i feel like People don't realise what a big responsibility they have I've and a big impact they have on your kid. Like, if something happens to a kid in nursery, it can really mess up their whole life. Do you, do you get what I mean? And I feel like it's so hard, isn't it? Like, letting them go there just so you can go to... I don't mean just so, but just so we can go to work. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, is it worth it? Sometimes I think about it, is it worth it? Because with... Which one of my child did I wait? No, I didn't wait. Did I wait? I did. One of Khalil didn't go to nursery till he was two, mm. and I think in one way it was good because it means that he can speak, he can tell me if anything's yep. going on. That's he what can, we need to do. yeah. With uh, Namira, I think I learned with her a lot. Sorry, I'm making bear noise with this friend. Um, Namira, um, I think she went to nursery when she was like six months old. And it really didn't work for her. She really didn't like it at all. Like, she would cry from the morning to the evening. The only time she would stop crying is when she's asleep. Yeah. And I remember picking her up and seeing that she's got food on her, but she didn't eat. So how did that work? It doesn't make sense. And I'm thinking, okay, these, these little signs, they're a bit weird. But I was also like, I was like 19. So I was thinking is it normal is this normal isn't it Mm. and then i think the straw the last straw for me was when i went to the nursery and i was like oh just checking like how much milk does she drink and they all looked at me and they said she drinks milk so what What? are you what (laughs) what have you been giving my six month old child for all this time are you telling me that she doesn't eat from the whole day because she won't eat your food and 
she cries all day so what are you doing with her doesn't make sense like what are you actually doing with her and um i used to express my milk and bring it every morning so what the hell are they doing with my milk milk? mate i took her out there and then on that day and i just thought "Mm -mm." and i didn't put her back into nursery until she was about two because I just wanted her to be... Yeah, a lot of people are like, I want my child to talk and communicate. So that's yeah, why. and and it gives you enough time to know your child. Because not being funny, but you don't know your baby. You think you know them, but they change every and couple of weeks. And they change every day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> One day my child loves peas, next minute. No. They don't like, like, yeah. yeah. No. So I think it's better when they're a bit older. But that's not... And not everyone has that luxury to do yeah. that. Yeah. And I think it's, you know... No, it's true. It's true. It's true. What you mean about school shapes them? Because, well, nursery because, like, actually, I think he he started to go to nursery when he was a year and a half. That's when he he went into nursery, but he's been there. He's gonna leave nursery when he's four. So that means that he would have spent two and a half out of his four years. He spent a majority of his life in that in place, nursery, yeah. Monday to Friday. That's more time. The that time spent with you. That he spent with me. So these people are definitely going to influence him. The teachers, most of the kids, the have kids. been there from the same time he's been there since he was. They were babies as well. So it's so it like the whole unless like you're lucky enough and you have enough money or you have home help to be able to be out of work and have be with your child through those the first four to five years. Your child is going to be influenced by their environment and it's just mad who you put in your child's care and if your child unfortunately is getting picked on at from that age of nursery it's like you said it's just setting them up for like more god knows what's going to happen in school like one thing i like about my son like when i've been to the parents evening is like if somebody does something to him he doesn't have it like he he doesn't have it but then he's not a bully himself like he knows what's right like when he's been told off so that's one thing i hope that he can carry on into school because mm. i don't want my son to be bullied but i don't want him to i would hate be a bully if my son was a bully i would hate that that is one thing don't want so um yeah because i agree it has a big impact so i want my son to have that balance not have it and i'm going to be exactly like how my mum used to say i know it's wrong but my mum always say you, if hit someone back. hits you hit them back that's that's a hundred percent my grandma used to be like hit them harder harder <laughs> <laughs> i'm like I'm, I'm all looking like can i do that am i allowed to do that? yeah i used to be like i used to be so good i would be like mommy but the teacher said this. yeah like, no. i'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> you I'm like, but i get in trouble the teacher said no <laughs> that's what my my middle daughter she was like oh if i hit her back i'll get in trouble i'm like with who because they're gonna tell me <laughs> so there's no problems i'm saying it's okay like hit them yeah yeah no, then she came back she was like yeah i boxed her <laughs> good on her no it's good like but yeah bullying i think for children well even caroline flack it was online bullying whatever but a media but bullying um yeah when it comes to suicides and death and just mental illness like bullying it's something like you said it's it's been there probably from the beginning of time all the way to now it's not going anywhere i think it's how we manage and handle it especially with our loved ones with our children especially it's true and there's like levels of bullying like with social media for example a lot of people just say put the computer down look mm. out and the thing is it's true to an extent if you if i'm on instagram or twitter and i'm looking i'm keep looking i'm just poking myself i'm just provoking myself to feel away because i can constantly see what people are saying about me sometimes you just have to just come out of it obviously it's not that simple 
but actually most of these online trolls are exactly that they're just online exactly when you leave your house they're not going to be like hey diana 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 <laughs> do you know what i mean but whereas for someone like caroline flack when she was leaving her house she had the sun the daily yeah. mail the pe- this Look what one happened to britney spears she had to shave her whole head off because of paparazzi that whole culture is that why she did it i thought she was just mad well no i'm i'm but i'm saying it's probably that madness because i remember watching a documentary i think this was afterwards or before she shaved her head of britney spears i don't know why i must have been so i don't know a documentary but people like her and probably like Kim Kardashian now, they leave their house. They have paparazzi outside. Like, how can you have a normal life? Like, pretty Kim, probably did it Kim during Kim Kardashian madness. wants that. Yeah, she okay, wants she wants that. that. Listen, when she's not popping, she takes naked pictures and says, yeah, oops, it's true. my kid did it. It's true, it's true, it's true. <laughs> but like for, let's say somebody like Caroline Flack or somebody who doesn't want that attention, like Britney Spears, she went mad, but she probably went mad because... You, you actually cannot have, you don't have time to yourself. I remember the documentary, like, she'll be in her house and she had to, like, she didn't have enough security and she, she had to, she, no, she went to a hideaway house and then the paparazzi found out where she was. She had to hide, like, cover up all the blinds and stuff. Like, you can't be yourself. Like, mm. you would go mad. Like, I think one thing that I love, and this is why I never want to be famous, is I have the privacy to do the stupid things that I want to and nobody, no one can ever make me feel bad or mm. it's never i know it's not going to be out there and it's like a form of bullying people said it with princess diana like that's how she died allegedly like flashed by paparazzi like just leave these people alone to live their life i know it comes with it but it's it's it, there's levels to that kind of bullying like but then don't we feed into it because for example if there was no one if there was no paparazzi yeah there'll be no one to talk about it's true there'll be nothing to, to look true. at we will just be watching EastEnders and that's it. It's like, true. Do, do you get what I mean? And we always want more. It's As true. consumers, we want more. We want to know, oh, is he going out with her? Or are they going out together? Like, I think that's the society that we live I, in. I think it's the society we live in now. Because back in the day, obviously, it was just, the stories were more about royal family. We didn't really hear so much about footballers like until like the whole david beckham era like 1990s it wasn't so popping like if you think about news before then like we actually did go home and watch coronation street in eastenders but now <laughs> since like the osbournes the hiltons and other kardashians reality tv that it's, and love yeah. island everyone it's like everyone's life like instagram has now and youtube has given the people the power and ability to become famous mm. from their own home and it's not now just you know people just like posting up their posting up their makeup tutorials like people now actually want to know about these people's lives like mm. oh interracial couples now oh let me post my boyfriend up and make get thousands of youtube followers and that's the world that we live in and i think for kids it's even worse because they're on this social media and back in the day we used to get bullied and it'll be like mom i don't want to go back to school but it's now like i get back from school i go on my phone and i'm still getting bullied mm. like we, we they can't hide from it and it's like for us it's like how do we tackle that as parents because we didn't go through it it's we come from a completely different generation like they get bullied they could be like i'm gonna go upstairs and play on my playstation or xbox and they're playing fortnite and someone so is cussing them in the oh ear oh my god do you know how irritating that is because i never used to have that i used to play on my console i'm not online talking <laughs> to anyone it's just me and computer hard level that's now it. people all talking rubbish you've got people talking in their language yeah you know they're cussing you still yeah then you've got one white person nigga nigga nigga, nigga. how do you know i'm black 
Mine's Diana. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> no, it's true that they can tell. Yeah, you oh can't my gosh. do nothing. Talking about how, how do you know I'm black? A little segue. Have you watched this show called Love is Blind? I need to watch Love is Blind. I need to watch oh it. Oh my God. Everyone's talking about it. You need it. to watch it. It's good, you know. It's Carlton basically the premise, the premise of the show is everyone's in a pod. Yeah. They, they can interact but not see each other. Yeah. But the girls can see the girls when they're out of the pod because they only go into the pod to talk to, to the, the other up. sex. Yeah. And then from the pod and their interactions, the male has to choose a female that he wants to marry. Marry you. So, man. yeah, 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 listen. It's a psychological experiment. But what I think is funny about it is that psychology says, we all, well, I know, that, um, if you're in a cl- confined space with somebody for a long for a long time, you start to like them, even yeah. if you don't like them, because it's like you become familiar with them. You think that everything becomes heightened, and the fact that you you might have liked their personality anyway, but maybe just not that much as you're liking it now. And the couples there are like they you need to watch it. I'm I not heard there's ruin loads it. of red flags. Loads there's red flags and the thing is like after three days people talk about they love each other yeah I have. like it's mad it's I mad but you should watch it no, I, I haven't finished should. it i'm on like episode four and it's the first season there's another season after they're married i think they, so but I they think, post every thursday or something like that because I, I was on netflix today and it said new episode coming out on thursday i was like i need to catch but, up yeah but there's i don't think there's that much to catch up on you could do it in a day like I find it I find it interesting because it's like it's mad how people are saying all these things. You could be in a relationship with someone for ten years and they haven't said that about you. It's a bit mad, like. Yeah, I heard like the, my sister watched it the other day. It's just like the first episode was just crazy, like bare things happening. I'm just like, I think I don't know. I think, mate, I do have. That's a bit controversial. I've noticed that in a lot of these like kind of shows, they always have a black person, a black man that is gay or bisexual. bisexual. And I I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I feel like they're trying to push a narrative. Trigger. No, I just feel like, okay. So like black people are underrepresented, underrepresented. So whatever we see, not us, but like everybody else that's not black. Whatever we, whatever everyone sees, that's see what they that. take as black. This is how black people are. This is how they act. Everything about you is what is about every other black person, yeah. which is not fair. But that's that's where we're at right now. So when when there is no black straight male, and you get a bisexual one, for the black males, they feel underrepresented because there is none. There is because they don't feel that they are represented with the bisexual person obviously like if if there was a black girl in a in a tv show but she was a lesbian obviously i'm not a lesbian so i feel like i'm yeah. being left out um but i guess it's good for lgbtq because they maybe they feel underrepresented most of the time because they don't get like yeah. you know you either get a gay man or a yeah you don't really yeah, you don't, get the bisexual hardly, ones yeah. on on the shows but it was really interesting because i don't want to ruin it so 
I just won't talk about it. No, but I've seen the clips. My sister Have told you? me about the story. So you know he's gay. Like he's yeah, bisexual, he's bisexual and, and he lied she, about it. I, I saw the clip. So Netflix actually put it up. I saw it a couple of days ago where she, this is for people who haven't watched it, the spoiler alert, but basically it's when they meet up and it's at the end when he's like, well, your wig's been pushing up since the beginning, that, that clip. But, See, I'm not there yet. Oh, so okay. where I am is, but I've seen it as well. Yeah. I've seen the clip. So basically he's been harboring the secret that he's bisexual. But what I don't get, so the, I, I am so on her side. Yeah, because why would you lie? Why would you lie? Because he, in one breath, he's saying it's never been a problem before. So if it's never been a problem, Is why not say... Said? Yeah, yeah. He said it's never been a problem with girls in the past and before. But if it's not been a problem, but he said, why, why didn't you say it in the no, first place? No, but, but it is a problem because he's been saying all along, I haven't told her because I've, yeah, it's been exactly, a problem. Exactly. Like, and, and he's like... So he's contradicting himself. Yeah, because but in, I think he's doing this bravado thing, obviously. Like, the... Even, okay, so after he proposed to her and they met each other, she was really happy, but he was, like, he was really nice to her. Even in the pods, he was so nice to her, talked to her nicely. But then it's like he started to think, oh, no, I'm going to have to tell her at some point. It's going to be an issue. And I think because of that, he he started being rude, like... He was like, oh, I want to... She was like, why are you... Like, you seem a bit funny. Like, what is it? And then he was like, okay, well... When he told... When he told her, she didn't say anything negative. She said, it's a lot to process. I'm going to need a bit of time. And he's like, I'll just go then. Like, And I just thought, wait, you know that you deceived her. Like, everyone has a right to know... that." You, you can't be ready to marry someone, but you're not ready to tell them that you're bisexual. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you get what I mean? That's ridiculous. But apart from that couple, there's another couple. There's a woman that I think she's so mad. Like, she's an older lady and she's going out with a younger guy and he's Mexican, yeah? And so basically, there's this guy in the house that everyone likes. Like, a lot of the girls like him. And he, so he's talking to, like, three different girls. They all think he likes them and he's going to marry each one of them. One of them is just like him. The other one is she's weird she's a bit and then you got the older lady right now the older lady proper loved him off but she was before he was in the picture she was talking to someone else who really really genuinely likes her just her so she was gonna pick he was ready to propose and she was like no um i think we should take some time because she wanted to move to the other guy and i'm thinking he talks to other girls like this guy just likes you just stay with him you're old man and ah. she's 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 not even that old she's like 33 but she looks old, old as well like and she she basically it's it's mad she realized that he wasn't going to pick her she dropped herself out and went back to the other guy all cool oh babe hi babe yeah babe oh and, and i'm thinking to her the first time he was like look i'm not going to play second fiddle i'm not and I was like, yes. And then after he's like, I yes. love her. And I'm but like... But that always happens. What's though? wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And in the I don't think they're going to work out. Even... So when they pick their fiancé, they get to go to somewhere else, like some island or something, yeah? And all of them were consummating their thing. And he was all, like, getting undressed. He was ready, lied down. And she was, like, talking to the camera. She was like, he's short. Like, he's not like my other guys. You know... I, I, I'm finding it difficult to get past his looks and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, and then. 
she's lying in the he's lying in the bed yeah she's standing there fully clothed yeah and she's like i don't think we should be you know (laughs) 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 it's the way she says it like the the thing is i feel so sorry for him because he's so sweet but he looks like do you know um do you know king julian all the pretty girls that like to move their body do you know from um oh my gosh it's a it's a a cartoon madagascar yes yes do you know the little yes 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 (laughs) do you know the little thing that rolls with him yes the small one he looks like that oh that's not nice (laughs) but he does he looks like that but he's not butters but he's just not attractive no he's not unattractive i don't know i don't know what's wrong with him but i understand where she's going like i understand what what she means she's just disappointed yeah but she she's she shouldn't be on the show she shouldn't and and i think um i think they do pick like very desperate people on that show because they are moving desperate they're moving i've never seen anybody acting like a lot of the women, how they acting is very like, it's beyond thirsty. It's just a bit much. Thirsty. Yeah, it's it's too much. Yeah, well, I would definitely watch that. Watch it. Watch it. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Watch it. Next. I'm trying to think. What else do I watch? Oh my gosh, do you like like occult stuff? Like what? Like witchy stuff. I don't mind. It depends what kind of witchy things. What what? I've been watching some show called Ares. Well, I've finished it now. It's it's on Netflix and it's about this cult, but it's like a rich people's cult. It's really interesting. Like it's it's foreign. It's like have you noticed Netflix have got a lot of um, is it Dutch like yeah. Amsterdam? Them people they've got a lot of shows, so no. they have like a version of Thor on there, which I watched. It was quite interesting. Um, it was weird, but it was. Yeah. It's interesting, but yeah, Ares is good. Sabrina, have you watched Sabrina? No, I haven't. I haven't watched. You Sabrina. haven't watched Sabrina? Mm-hmm. No, man, you're not living. What are you doing in I your life? I haven't watched Sabrina. What are you? What do you watch? Like I watch. The thing is, I watch a lot of things. So I watch trash TV. So like, like Love, Love and Island, Hip-Hop. Love and Hip Hop, all of that. Then I watch things like Walking Dead, Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Over Murder, the Shonda Rhimes shows. Um, what else? Like a lot of my shows have been ca- not cancelled, but, but finished. Finished yeah. this season, like on Netflix. So you watch Love and Hip Hop, both no, of them. Of course, all, all Love and Hip Hop, so Hollywood, New York, so Miami now. Yeah, with um Amara La Negra. A- Amara La Negra. Um, yeah, I watch all of that. Um, what do I watch? I watch. Do you watch the 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 tattooing one? No, no. You don't watch that. Is that the just a tattoo when people girlfriend and boyfriend tattoo each other? No. No, the tattoo, the tattoo one. It's like, hold ink. on, black ink. Black ink. No, I don't. Watch oh my that. gosh, black ink is good. Oh, I don't watch any of the housewives. Oh, you don't watch Atlanta? No, I don't watch any of the housewives. Oh my either. god. So you're not even deep in the trash. You're no, just, no, no, you're deep, just <laughs> deep in the trash. You're just, just touching the surface, you know, <laughs> of the trash. Um. But yeah, I've watched like random things. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to think. But I haven't, I haven't had enough time. I haven't had time to watch a lot of things. You watch Friends and that. What Friends? I haven't watched Friends. Well, I, I, since you know it, they're coming back. Ed, yeah, but I heard it's not real. 
Like, right, it's apparently it's come back. No, but I heard it's not going to be. So I heard it's going to be a live thing, but it's more of them talking about their time on Friends instead of an episode. It's oh, not going to be so rubbish. But I don't like Friends and everything. So do you watch Marriage Boot Camp? No, no, I don't oh watch Marriage Boot Camp with Jocelyn. And who and even are you? Do you watch Catfish? No, I used to, but since Swingy's gone, oh, I like it better without him. Really? Mm. No, I, I like them. the girl. They've got a girl now. I, I don't know. I, she's she's mixed race. I haven't watched it since then. Yeah, no. And now they have another show called True Life Crime. Yeah, I, remember I like saying. that. It's quite interesting. They have it's like tense. some interesting stuff. Okay, no. so that was our episode, guys. Thank you for listening. You know, and yeah hashtag the motherhood and let us know what you think of today's episode and give us some ideas about what you think we could do different Mm -hmm. who we should have on the pod yeah or if you're interested yeah if you want to come on let us know we want to share your knowledge about motherhood yeah you don't have to be a lady either you can be a guy yep you've had a mum before so you talk about your experience what you would want her to do different for anybody that feels suicidal or it's going through a rough time you're not alone and there are many different charities and helplines that you can call so there's calm and the, their number is 0800 585 858 no 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 i said it wrong it's 0800-585-858 um there they they also have a website and it's called www.thecalmzone.net then you've got heads together which is www.headstogether.org.uk and then you have mind which is www.mind.org.uk and their phone number is 0300-123-3393 and then you've got papyrus which is www.papyrus which is spelled p-a-p-y-r-u-s hyphen uk dot org and then their number is 0800-068-4141 and then lastly but not least um is samaritans and they are www.samaritans.org and their number is 116-123 don't filter your feelings and don't suffer alone. I feel like one of those body aches people. Yeah. <laughs> don't filter your feelings. Um. <laughs>